Welcome back, everybody, to the Takedown Bets podcast. Today, we're going to be diving into UFC Fight Night, Sanhagen versus Song. Got back on the winning ways last week in UFC 279. What a shit card that was. I'm sorry if you had to pay money to see that. Um, just not good. We had two bets. One of them pushed. The other one won. Uh, it's not a whole lot of action. Probably going to be a lot more this week. I love this card way more than a pay-per-view event, which is just crazy, but... Let's go ahead and dive on in to the first fight. Nicholas Mata versus Cameron Van Camp. Um, let's go with Mata here. Cameron Van Camp is very dangerous on the feet himself. Definitely could knock out Mata, but I like him to be a little more um, dangerous striker, although he is giving up a lot of, uh, not a lot of reach, but he has a five-inch height disadvantage. So um, best play would probably be fight doesn't go decision or fight ends by knockout. Um, not super high on either of these guys, especially at the minus 240 price tag for Mata. Not interested. Stay away for now, uh, but Mata is the pick. Next fight, we have Tony Grayley versus Javid Basarat. Uh, the pick here is going to be Basarat. I like him to take Tony Grayley to the ground. Um, I don't know if he submits him. Uh, it'll be close, but maybe we'll take uh, Basarat by decision. I love the price tag. Um, I would have picked him to be a minus 200 favorite. Usually, you don't get a better number than you think. It's usually way more inflated. So, um, this could be a great straight play. Uh, Tony Gravely isn't too bad himself, but uh, this guy's younger. He's got a 4-inch height advantage himself. And I think he's just the up-and-comer. And, and uh, Tony Gravely's been thrown to the wolves by the UFC so far. So, give me Javid Basarat. Um, for now, straight play. Next fight, we have Maria Agapova versus Jillian Robinson. Uh, this fight is going to be close. Um, I mean, we know Jillian Robinson. She's going to try to submit Maria Agapova, be on the ground. Um, just so hard with these two. I can't believe Jillian Robinson's only 27. I feel like she's like 40. Um, let's just put it this way. Maria Agapova definitely has the higher ceiling than Jillian Robinson. We know what Jillian is. She's fine. She's good. Maria Agapova can really shit the bed, though. Um, so if you want the safe play, definitely go with Jillian Robertson. If you think Agapova's going to show up and use her actual skills and is getting better and backs that Kazakhstan flag proudly instead of shitting the bed like she did last fight, then pick Ag Agapova. But um, I guess I'll go with Agapova. Um, not super confident whatsoever. If she can keep her at length, stay off the ground, i like her to go to a decision. But, um, yeah, not super confident in this one. Let's go with Agapova, though. Next fight, we have Trey Ogden versus Daniel Zellhuber. Um, this is going to definitely be Zellhuber. I just hate picking someone who lost to Jordan Levitt. I'm not huge on Jordan Levitt, and if you lost to him, then that's not good. Even though it was a split and could have possibly been a robbery, I just mm, don't even let it get to that point. Zell Huber is an upcoming prospect. He's super young. He's 23, so he could drop this. Um, again, I'm not really too excited to bet on him. He is 12-0. Um, but I think he should be able to get the job done here uh, with a 6-inch reach advantage over this guy. Um, he's got some power in him. He should be able to KO him. Maybe just look at the KO problem, see if you get a plus money on it later on in the week. I just don't love the minus 230 price tag on a guy coming in making his debut. So give me Zell Huber. Uh, just not super confident. Next fight up, we have Luma Luke Boonmi versus Denise Gomez. Um, sometimes, as a better, you should have a cash cow to go to when you're in a rough spot. I feel like Luma Luke Boonmi has always been that person, even though she lost her last fight. 
She lost to Lupita Gudinez, who is good in her own right, even though she just lost herself. Uh, Luma's going up against Denise Gomez. I watched some of her tape. Not impressed whatsoever. The opponents she's been fighting have been absolute dog shit. Uh, Luke Boomy is the minus 70 favorite, as she should be. Um, she's When you watch her fight, she is super short, and that's a little off-putting, but she's just such a great decision point fighter. Um, she should have no she should have no problem uh, winning by decision against Denise Gomez. Um, one of the more confident picks on the card, um, even though it is a women's fight, but um, if you want to be super confident, just take the fight goes to decision. But uh, yeah, I really like uh, Luma Luke Boomy. Um, so let's take her on the pick by decision. Next fight up, we have another women's fight. Jesus. Uh, Aspen Ladd versus Sarah McMahon. Aspen Ladd, we've just been trying and trying and trying to get you going, but you just keep not doing well. Lost to Jermaine Durandarine. Jermaine Durandamy, sorry. Norma Dumont and Raquel Pennington. Norma Dumont is good. We'll give her that. Raquel, Raquel Pennington is just kind of old and nothing special, so if you can't beat her, you're not going anywhere. Sarah McMahon, speaking of old, is 41 years old herself, although had a very impressive win over Kill Hosa in her last event. And I think she gets the job done again. Uh, Aspen Ladd's just not great anywhere. McMahon looks like a dude. Her arms are pretty yoked. Uh, and you're getting her plus money. Um, don't bet on this fight. It's just, what do you get out of it? Um, if you're that much of a de degenerate, go for it. But low level. Um, Sarah McMahon is 41 years old and number 10 in the bantamweight division. Like, that's not because of talent. It's because there's no one in that division. And it's just not something you should be betting your money on. But gun to my head, I'll go with McMahon. She's the underdog, getting plus money. Aspen Ladd, you've got to prove it to me. You've shown me nothing in your past four fights. You beat Jan, Yana Kutskaya, whoop-de-doo. Um, yeah, just no point betting here. But we'll take McMahon on the money line as a pick. Next fight up, we have Trevor Giles versus Lewis Koski. Giles coming in as a minus 205 favorite. Koski coming back as a plus 170 underdog. Uh... Probably Trevor Giles. Um, he's on a two-fight losing to get himself, but Luis Koski, uh, I'm just not super impressed by him either. Uh, not one of my favorite fights. He had a little bit of a height advantage for Trevor Giles. I want to see some like, actual, I don't know, power out of one of these guys. Let's like turn it up. I think Trevor Giles has a way more opportunity to do that than Luis Koski. Um, yeah, he could definitely put him out maybe round one. Round two KO prop for Trevor Giles. Uh, other than that, I don't love minus 205. I mean, he should be the favorite, but just not, like, super confident. Uh, but, yeah, let's go with Trevor Giles. Lewis Koski, smell ya. Next fight up, we have Damon Jackson versus Pat Sabatini. Low-key, one of the best fights on the card. And there are some good fights that are just at the very back end of this card. Damon Jackson coming as the plus 175 underdog. Pat Sabatini is the minus 220 favorite. Damon Jackson is such a gatekeeper. And I mean that in a good way. Like, he is old, but he is good. And he's the perfect guy to test your new prospects for. And that is where Pat Sabatini comes in. This is the perfect guy um, for the UFC to kind of boost. And he's fi he's finally getting, like, this is a real test. This is going to be his toughest fight by far. Um, if you want to call it against Jamal Emmers, whatever. But I don't think so. Damon Jackson is so durable. I don't see him being finished by Pat Sabatini. Um, the only one that could do that was Ilya Teporia, but that again is Ilya Teporia. Um, Pat Sabatini should win. Should. 
But I would not be surprised at all if Damon Jackson wins. Do not put Pat Sabatini in any of your parlays. I'm telling this to my future self once again. Um, this could just be the, the letdown of the night. Um, I like Pat Sabatini to win. I don't think he submits Damon Jackson. You know he's going to wrestle the entire time. Um, but yeah, this is such a great fight. I kind of just want to stay off it just to enjoy this. It's going to be such a good fight. At least I hope it is. Unless Pat just rolls on for 15 minutes. But give me Pat Sabatini. Um, no bets though on this one. Next fight, we have Anthony Hernandez versus Marc-Andre Berriolt. Another great fight. Um, I'm big on Marc-Andre Berriolt. I don't think a lot of people are. Uh, but he's just great to me. I love his stamina. He's got power. Uh, he's good on the ground, too. Like He's just pretty solid everywhere. Anthony Hernandez, I'm just not good at betting him. I could never really get down who he's better than, who he's worse than. Um... Uh, I really want to take Barry Olt. He's a plus 145 underdog, too. Uh, it's so tempting. He's probably one of my favorite underdogs on this card. Give me Anthony Hernandez. Just to keep it at range if he can. This this should be a pick em fight to me. Plus 110 or minus 110 both ways. If it gets out of hand, I'm definitely putting money on Barry Olt on uh, just a straight bet. But... Another great fight. Should be super close. Um, I like both these guys. We're starting to get into some actual good fights. No bet so far, but Anthony Hernandez on the slight pick. Definitely uh, able to change later on the week. Next fight, we have Tanner Boser versus Rodrigo Nascimento. Tanner Boser coming in as the minus 195 favorite. Nascimento as the plus 160 underdog listed here. Um, he had a draw with Alan Badeau. That's all I need to see. That is absolutely it. You are losing to him, first of all. Um, also lost to Chris Dawkins, which is fine. Beat Dante Mays. Who cares? Yeah, Rodrigo Nascimento just hasn't really shown me anything. Don't love his gas tank either. Tanner Bozer, last beat OSP. Lost to Ilir Latifi and Andre Arlovsky. Not the best of losses. Uh, Latifi's got good power, I guess. Arlovsky's just old. Um, I was big on Bozer before that, though. Uh, he can definitely get the job done. I think he does here. Most likely by KO as well. Um. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Nascimento won on this one. Bice one ninety five price tag, not bad either. So, give me Tanner Bozer in the pick on this one. Next fight up, Jesus Christ, Alan Emadovsky versus Joseph Pfeiffer. Um, you see the minus four twenty price tag. That is not in favor of Pfeiffer. That's just degrading Emadovsky, which is fair. So, um, don't bet this if you're just huge and you think Josh Pfeiffer or Joseph Pfeiffer. I can. I don't even know his name. Uh, is the next big thing because he's not. Um, Alan Amadowski is just that bad. This will be his last, if it's his last fight in his contract, this will be his last fight in the UFC. He will lose. Um, he's just awful. I'm not a fan of him whatsoever. Um, I'd be highly surprised if he won. With all that being said, I just don't know if I want a minus 420 price stuck on a guy I barely know anything about who's not that great. He's just going off a terrible opponent. Uh, maybe my mind will change later on if something comes up and I see that Piper is just actually really good. But uh, for now, it, this is a fade Amadowski. This isn't backing Piper, but Piper by KO round one is the pick. Next fight up, oh, another great fight. Andre Philly versus Bill Aldio. I've always been an Andre Philly fan, but he just isn't doing it for me man, lately. Loss to Joe Edison Brito. Draw versus Daniel Pineda. Lost to Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is one of my favorite guys um, in the UFC, so that's okay if you lose to him. Beat Charles Charleston by split. That was also... 
a tough call. Um, lost to Sadiq Yusuf. He's had such tough fights, so it's hard to knock him for that. He's the minus 130 uh, favorite here. Bill Algio, though, is just so... Bill Algio, to me, is like the fight I called last weekend. Uh, oh, why am I blanking here? Mm, give me one second. What fight was this last week? I said he is so scrappy, a.k.a. just calling a white guy good. Uh, bah, bah, bah. One second here. Julian Rosa, thank you. Julian Rosa is so similar to Bill Algio for me. Like, just is so unassuming, but is great on the mat. Really good fighter, has power, good stamina. Like, just a good fighter. And I said this <laughs> about Julian Rosa last week, and I still picked Hakeem Dawudu. And I lost, so I'm not doing that same mistake this week. Bill Algio is going to be the pick here. Um, slight underdog at plus 110, but I really like him. I think he's going to get the job done. He has the common win. Uh, the win over the common opponent, Joe Anderson Brito. Um, although it doesn't mean too much. Don't look too far into that. But, yeah, another great fight. Uh, I love the plus money on it. Give me Bill Algio in this fight. Next fight up, just another great fight. Oh, this might be the fight of the night. Chidi Ninjaquani versus Gregory Rodriguez. This is a straight pick em. Minus 105 for Ninjaquani and minus 115 for Gregory Rodriguez. When I say Gregory Rodriguez looked sharp against Julian Marquez, he looked sharp. Like, sharp punches, stamina, power, the full package. However, that is not always the case every time. I do think he's getting better and expect to see somewhat of that same form in this next fight. But uh, I love Chidi, too. He beat Tusko, Dusko Todorovic, which he should have. That was just a layup fight. And this is just such a big step up from Dusko to Gregory Rodriguez. Um, but I love the power out of Chidi. Um, this is such a tough fight. The odds makers are right. This is definitely a pick em. Gimme Njaquani, I guess. Um, there's really such good arguments to be made for both. It's such a close fight. I don't know if I can bet either one. Um, they're both very durable. They both have great power, so you don't know if it's going to finish early. I don't see it being like submission by any of either of them, but definitely more of a standing boxing kind of thing. But great fight. Just no bet for now. For now, we're going shitty, but... Um, Definitely able to be changed later on in the week as well. And finally, we have the main events. Corey Sandhagen versus Song Yidong. Um, Corey Sandhagen is the minus 210 favorite. Yidong is plus 175 underdog. This is Corey Sandhagen's fight to lose. Uh, there's levels to this. I mean, he's just the better fighter. His last two losses came to Peter Yan and TJ Dillashaw, former champion. So, again, not going to knock him for that. Song Yidong, he is... <laughs> I feel like he's been pretty spoon-fed. Uh, just getting to the top. This is uh, this is what I mean, though. This is there's levels to this. He's 24. He's had some questionable decisions. The Marlon Vera probably was a missed fight. He, he probably lost that fight. Casey Kenny also won by split. Very questionable. Like beat Julio Arce by KO. Good win. But I would just be very shocked if Song Young beat this guy. Corey Sandhagen's better everywhere, except Song just probably has more power, um, so he could put him down. Um, and I probably like Sandhagen's cardio in a five-round fight, so give me Sandhagen here. 
uh, Song Yidong, if you want to call him like Patty Pimblet, he's not. I get that. But just the fact that they're trying to boost this guy up. Patty Pimblet is not going to ever be, I hate to say it, like a title challenger. Or maybe a challenger, not a title holder. Um, he's very good, but he's just not there. Corey Sandhagen has fought those fights before. He has the experience. He's just a little better. He's going to win this fight. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, minus 210 favorite is probably about right. So those are the picks, guys. Let's go back through them. We have Nicholas Mata, Basarat, Maria Agapova, Zell Huber, Luke Boonmi, McMahon, Giles, Sabatini, Hernandez, Bozer, Pfeiffer, Algio, Nikwani, and Corey Sanhagen. That rounds it out. Good luck, everybody, and happy betting.